Hi everyone, I'm Roop. I'm here with Dr. Madhu and Dr. Nab. Given that there's been a lot of heavy tops, topics we've been talking about recently and the fact that there's a lot of upset, sadness and disruption in the world right now, our hearts are heavy and we want to acknowledge the pain and sadness many of us are feeling. But at this time of year, we want to bring a little bit of lightness and joy into this episode. So. Let's start off by talking about what people are doing to bring joy into their lives. I don't know about you guys, but I've noticed that people started putting up their Christmas decorations more uh, earlier than they have in the past. Like in November, people have already got their decorations up. So we'll talk about that. So grab a cup of tea, cup of jaw, whatever you drink, and let's talk about Christmas and some of our Christmas experiences in the past. Yeah, let's start with a visit back to the ghost of Christmas oh past. <laughs> Are we going to turn this into a story today? Yeah. So I think, you know, we have we have changed. We have evolved how our Christmases and how our holiday celebrations have been over the years and decades, decades. and generations, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, sure. I remember growing up as a kid, we would um, put up our Christmas tree and we would put up Christmas decorations and we would get one present at Christmas because that was the way it was. Uh, Santa Claus didn't really enter the picture except for at school during Christmas concerts, but at home is like one morning you open presents and then that's it. And then you go off and you have your family celebrations because ultimately for us, that's what the holidays were about. It was like celebrations <clears throat> with family because everybody was off school, everybody was off work. So it was a time for large family gatherings. And did you have a lot of family when you were growing up? We did, yeah. We had family, you. like, uh, yeah, quite a bit. And so that was sort of a, the best time of year for us because it meant that we could go and see them and hang out with them and have our turkey filled with uh, masala-based oh stuffing. Stop, just stop. <laughs> complete with, like, so other ginger. So the Indian version of <laughs> turkey stuffing. Yeah, stop. yeah. So you actually, okay, are you, like, making things up? <laughs> no, no, I am not. It no, actually, you're, we are using the word masala and stuffing together. So, yeah, so it was, like, the so basically, you took some onion, you took some ginger, you took some honey mix. Please don't we, say there's haldi in it. There was no haldi, no. Okay, but you mix that all up with, this, with <laughs> the cut up potatoes. Sub-G. Yeah, se- you're right. Celery <clears throat> and potatoes mixed up in your thorka. Oh, so it was, it was a like a celery you stuffed, sub-G. Yeah, inside so the turkey. Instead of aloo gobi, you had aloo celery as your stuffing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, on the side Stop. of the turkey. Yeah. And was there any sage or nope. Oh, God, no. Those are like Western spices. We would never use those. <laughs> but isn't that a great way, like, to fusion no, cultures? I, no, no. I'm actually... Uh, no. No. <laughs> she's, she's a hardcore traditionalist. No, I'm not a traditionalist because growing up, um, my mom never made turkey. So my husband's mm. mother... She made the best turkey. So my turkey and stuffing recipe to date since I've been married are hers, true and tried. My mom would make a roast chicken or something, or we'd go out to a restaurant where they would have a Christmas buffet, or there was a family friend who had uh, immigrated decades ago. I think she was a little girl when she moved here, and she knew all the traditions, and they would invite all the Indian families over and have a Christmas dinner. And we'd all be so excited because she would organize us into Christmas carols and stuff, things our parents wouldn't do. so that that was fun but it was when i go back into my memory it was more about gatherings it was more about being with people the excitement oh we get to go meet so and so so you guys are lucky because both of you grew up with a lot of family around we had no family around uh, but we grew up with 
so many friends that were like family and that's how we mm-hmm. grew up so you'd play with the kids and you know the kids would always be stuck in the basement somewhere <laughs> like go oh, play in the basement yeah the parents would you know so it was fun it was fun but i'm very impressed you got christmas presents like one each yeah one each that was it so now <laughs> i think i don't recall getting a christmas i mean i don't recall i'm being honest like i don't remember opening it on Christmas Day per se. I know one year I was adamant and I got my parents salt and pepper owl shaped shakers. <laughs> my parents is good. Like what? It's a gift. It's a, it's right? meant to be and I frivolous. went to the drugstore because I could walk there from our house. And I thought that was <laughs> honestly they're hideous. But for us it was like, well every day is Christmas. Why do you need to buy a Christmas present? Why do we need to surprise you? Jokoslana mm-hmm. Lalo. So there wasn't that surprise element. My parents hated it. And then Boxing Day. Oh, my God. So we'd go Boxing Day and you'd buy whatever you wanted. Then you'd go back to school. And I don't know if you guys did this. Then you just make crap up about what you got for Christmas. Yes. And you would just use your Boxing Day items as your Christmas <laughs> yes. present. Because it was like a lot of Because everybody else got so many presents. And you got the one. Like I remember getting an alarm clock for Christmas because it was something I needed. But it just happened to be wrapped up and under the tree because it was a necessary item. But yes. it was given to me at Christmas as my Christmas gift. Okay, I still do that with my kids. <laughs> I buy them the necessary stuff. Like, and put it in their stocking. Deodorant, it's in your stocking. Mm-hmm. New socks, it's in your stocking. <laughs> like, I do that, but I also get them what they want. So they get multiple presents. However, so you are one step ahead. I just have the stockings now for decoration. From my understanding, the stockings are for gifts like that. Yes. Right? Yes. So you're actually, you're 10 out of 10 there, Roop. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've just absorbed this new culture. That's all it is. <laughs> one of the things that I remember from uh, Christmases as a childhood, I don't remember the gifts so much, but I do remember the Christmas tree. A little bit of... Uh, contention over why are we putting up the Christmas tree and every year as kids we wind up put up the tree and my dad every year would say why are you putting up a Christmas tree why are you celebrating Christmas are you Christian and I you know would sort of take a step back and think like he knows why we're putting up a Christmas tree and celebrating because everybody else does mm-hmm. his philosophy is always if someone jumps off a bridge are you going to jump off a bridge oh, my right? dad used to say that too <laughs> yeah but then he would ask us this and we'd say well no we're not Christian but it's a, it's a holiday celebration, so we're doing it because of the, you know, to be part of the culture. And so he let us do it, and that was fine. And afterwards, I mean, many, many years afterwards, I thought, actually, what he was doing was smart, because he was making us question our values and our beliefs and saying, are you, are you celebrating this as a religious holiday, mm-hmm. or is this a cultural thing, so that we could identify the separation between our religion and the sort of culture that we were assimilating to. I respect that. No, I think that's a valid point because they want we want to make sure we retain our identity. And um, so I think that's important. What I do like about our religion that we've all three of us have grown up in, which is Sikhism, is that it does love all other religions. So there was, I think that's why we were so easily uh, celebrating Christmas growing up because it wasn't a big deal for our parents. It was more about... Um, belonging and being part of the celebration that's right in front of your eyes for like you know the month of December so I think that's really important it's just to celebrate and not make it religious but secular and I don't know if you ever grew up with this but I would often get asked oh do you celebrate Christmas like people would be surprised and it is the time of year and it's and and just because it happens to belong initially historically to one um, religion or culture doesn't mean that it can't evolve and I feel like that's what we have done I mean you probably both remember growing up and not having that many 
South Asians around us. Like you said, you had no. mostly friends. We yeah. had family, but we would see them usually only during the holidays. Mm-hmm. So that aspect of togetherness, um, I think, was the, the key, the core concept of Christmas gatherings for myself. But I think you raised uh, an important point. Two things I want to talk about is one is... Um, you know, just the idea of celebrating, there are not a lot of South Asians. Um, and I'm going to digress for one second, is that growing up, we didn't really talk about Diwali. No one really knew about it. Like our neighbors didn't know about it. And maybe because of that, our parents would sort of, I remember, wish their relatives or whoever on the phone or however, but it wasn't really an, a part of, oh, let's light some divas mm, or same. let's do that, right? Dia, sorry. And so... What I like now is that because like what you just said, that we're all celebrating uh, something that Christmas belongs to the Christian religion, but really it's about everybody. And I think Diwali has become like that because the world's a smaller place. So I like it when people say, hey, have a great Diwali weekend or happy Diwali because it fell on the weekend this year. And I think that's so wonderful that we can acknowledge each other's joy celebrations and celebrate them together i agree i was thinking the same thing now when you were talking about it is that when we were younger we didn't celebrate this stuff and Mm -hmm. and we got to this phase of instead of saying merry christmas it would just be happy holidays but imagine if all of our celebrations we started saying happy holidays for Mm -hmm. diwali happy holidays for ramadan happy holidays for kwanzaa like that would make no sense i think it's way more authentic to say Mm -hmm. happy Diwali or Happy Christmas or whatever it is specifically you're celebrating because that's important to the other person. It's saying, I see you. Mm -hmm. I see what you celebrate, right? As opposed to saying, well, I'm just going to sort of, you know, cover this all up in this one blanket statement. That just, that means I don't see It's not authentic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. And just think about how the fact that specifically during this period, like it starts basically at Halloween, right? Like from Halloween, then you have Diwali, you get like American Thanksgiving, you get Christmas, you get, you know, Kwanzaa, you get Jewish Hanukkah, you get um, New Year's celebrations, you get Chinese New Year. It's essentially like several weeks or months even of celebrating life and um, happiness and togetherness. And so there's a reason why so many cultures and so many religions have brought people together to have a celebration at this time of year. It's not necessarily because it's dark or cold or depressing (laughs) outside. But that is part of the reason too, Mm -hmm. right? It's a time of year when it is dark and you can easily get very... Um, down very yeah, yeah very yeah. down and you know enclosed in your home and want to sleep all the time so mm-hmm. yes let's give us reason to celebrate and having said that I think I want to acknowledge one thing is that please reach out to people who you think might be alone at this yes. time because it is that time of year yeah. and a lot of people can get quite down and, and depressed and so I think just as a side note if you know someone who may not have family around please reach out mm-hmm. and also the pressure of Christmas can be a lot for people when you think about okay I don't I mean you're not very good at going out to places and socializing and now all of a sudden there's this pressure to attend all these events and parties and dinners and then also there's a pressure of presence I mean this is I don't know if it's a North American <clears throat> thing or not but there seems to be this expectation of you go to someone's house and you take a present uh, for Christmas or your kids want a present. Not just one present like mm-hmm. you grew up with now, mm-hmm. but, you know, multiple presents for your kids and then they have to be wrapped and then it has to be a surprise. And, oh my gosh. That's, right? Like there's yeah. a lot of pressure. There's a lot. Yeah. So, and I also think me personally overcompensated when I had kids. So what I would do is we would 
have a letter from Santa. We would put cookies out for Santa (laughs) and then carrots for the reindeer. And then one year, someone started selling um, a special... a sprinkle dust for the reindeer so they would know it's your house. And of course I bought into this and I go, well, look, we're going to put sprinkle dust outside. And the kids were like, woo. Yeah. So then did all that. Um, and then I would go to the extent of um, writing, not in my own writing and then mm-hmm. go to so-and-so to so-and-so from Santa. And then I would also, uh, of course, get them some things that they needed and most things they did not need. And one year, and I'm a little bit embarrassed to to admit this, I think I counted, and I'm probably underestimating, 15 presents each. <laughs> each? For my children. <laughs> I hope that included some, like, socks and underwear. It did, but the majority were not. And what I realized, and even my husband goes, he goes, why do they need these? And I, and I have looked back on videos of them opening, open, and it was terrible but yeah. this is a result of past trauma of I know, right? so, so tell us how that has translated into now how many presents are they getting this year zero <laughs> i have come i have come full circle i'm Do the they grinch know that yes zero yes i said you're old enough i'm not they're in their 20s i said i'm not getting you any presents i go you have i've turned into my parents basically wow. you have whatever you need or Okay. Happy Grinchmas to you. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I said, you can have one item. You will tell me what that item is and you will open that item on Christmas Day. I'm not guessing. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything because honestly, you need nothing. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, once they're older, that, that whole aspect of like the, the surprise of opening gifts under the tree, it's gone because everyone knows the gifts are coming from your parents. They're not coming from Santa Claus. But my kids and, and you know, two of them are teenagers and one's a little bit older they still want a present from Santa. So every year since the beginning, uh, they've gotten a present from the parents and then they've also gotten a present from Santa. And of course, I would write it with my left hand so yeah, that yeah, it looked yeah. like it was, a mm-hmm. you know, from Santa, not yeah. from, from mom. Um, and so they still expect it. They don't believe in Santa, of course, but they know if they yeah. say if that, they say they're that not exactly. going to get a yeah. present from my, Santa. My kids would, like, as soon as they said they would stop believing in Santa I'd be like okay well if you don't believe you don't receive and so for the longest time they pretended they still believed in Santa and then like you know what you're too old for this game now oh my god you guys (laughs) we've got to be careful because we don't know how old our audience is Santa is real (laughs) that's right (laughs) Santa is real that's 100% Santa is real you have to believe Santa is real so before I realized that Santa was real I was um, I was a kid and my sister one of my sisters uh, was five years younger than me mm-hmm. and I really want to make her believe in Santa and give her this gift of Christmas spirit oh wow so that's really nice. as a child I was probably like I don't know 12 well right? that's so really sweet of seven. you yeah I dressed up as Santa no imagine imagine a me 12 as a 12 year old wearing whatever I could find at home that was red and white and my dad's black belt. And did you really? I did. I did. I totally dressed up. And my sister, I remember I remember walking into the room and doing the whole ho, 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 Merry Christmas and having her sit on my lap and, just to give her the spirit and? of Christmas. I don't know if she believed it, but she was so excited. Aww. And to this day, she still remembers that I but did that, that for her. Is, that is what the spirit is of believing. Yeah. You yeah. just... You just redeemed yourself. <laughs> I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about 
traditions and how this, um, you know, we're, we come from a culture as South Asian women of, of upholding culture, mm-hmm. upholding traditions, um, and then um, adding to them so that we can give our family yeah. the best possible experiences. And, and I don't know about you too, but I have done some of that where I've incorporated experiences from my Christmases going, growing up and then adding to them as we go and formulating our own traditions going forward. Like, for example, for some reason, every Christmas, there would be a box of after eights under the tree and as I was growing up and that was really the only chocolate that we ever had we'd have candy canes but for oh, some you're reason right. so did we yeah it was after eight, after eight. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. don't know why it wasn't any other chocolate but mm-hmm. I have continued that tradition now and every year under the tree there is a wrapped gift Aww. that doesn't have anyone's name it just says from Santa and it's it's a box of after eight chocolates. and you're gonna do that this year too of course oh, yeah so lovely. hopefully my kids aren't listening because it's a present from Santa <laughs> um and so but I've added to that and so we now every year on Christmas Eve, we used to sit the kids down and we would read Twas the Night Before Christmas mm-hmm. and we would watch the Polar Express movie. And I don't know why that came into being, why that movie. And now as my daughters have grown older, another tradition we have is watching Love Actually every single Christmas season. So I just I just think it's really cool how we can take traditions from other cultures um, add to them and make them our own and I, I just I think that so many of our listeners probably have very similar stories where their version of Christmas and their version of the Christmas holidays is their unique version that they get to celebrate with their loved ones I think that's uh, I, that's I mean it's a wonderful tradition and um, it's funny the after eights I, I agree we grew up with those too I've now substituted my after eights for those Purdy's mid oh, yeah. which I need to stop eating because it's just not good <laughs> for me um, did your dog eat them Oh God! <laughs> yes, but he's still alive. He's still alive. Thank God. He licked the whole. He like checked him the whole thing. I was like dying. They're on the dining table in a cardboard box. How did he get them from the cardboard box and the plastic? He loves them as much as me. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, so for us, our traditions are definitely um, my mother-in-law's turkey, her recipe. So I, I got that from her uh, when I first married into the family, and I used this same recipe which uh, is perfect we just love it so that's one thing we do so we all have to sit down Christmas Eve or Christmas Day depending on when we when we do Christmas dinner and we'll all have that and our movies it's funny how everyone has their movies it's a love actually mm-hmm. um, uh, it's a wonderful life mm-hmm. and if we have time for Polar Express we stick it in but I don't know why it's such a funny movie. it's a great yeah. movie right yeah. but love actually we all love I think as the kids are getting older and the other tradition we have is, so I never want gifts. That's my rule. I don't want gifts. I've never wanted a gift because I feel I just go buy whatever I want whenever I want. But what I do want, and I get every year, are they have to write me a letter. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. So my kids and husband, all three have to write me a letter. Um, and that's all I want for Christmas. So those I are our traditions. That. I love that. That's so nice. Yeah. I don't really want gifts because I think I don't have the time to wait for it. If I want something, I'll go <laughs> yeah, get buy it. it yeah. And usually what they get me, I love I love my husband, but I really <laughs> don't want his gifts. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. That's it for our show today. Don't forget to follow us on Avaz underscore voice. And we wish you all a Merry Christmas and a wonderful new year. We'll be back in January with a new season of Avaz. Until then, see you later. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.